Yo, so, folks, welcome back to Free and Flowing. It's been about a year since I podcasted. Found a new co-host. Um, this is Dwayne. Um, my co-host now is... What's going on, everybody? My name is Clay Davis. I am a uh, law student at North Carolina Central. I am a second-year student. Um, I go to the MPA program. That is the Master of Public Administration with Dwayne Atkins. Uh, you know, just happy to be here, guys, and uh, looking forward to see what I can uh, contribute to Free and Flowing. All right, guys. So I changed the format of the podcast. We're Since we're public administration students, we're literally going to pick a topic and just kind of jam in about it. Um, right now, we're going to dive into education and how it fits into the uh, American system. I personally believe education should be privatized. I feel like people should pay into your students um, or your um, your students' um, abilities and stuff like that. Right now, it's public. We pay into it, and I feel like education is shit right now. Yeah, I mean, so basically from where I'm at, man, like the private organizations that we see now, private education, Dwayne, I, I see what you're saying, dude. Like, if we pay into something, we should be able to see the rewards. We're that much more attached to it. However, like, for me personally, I'm a public education guy. I believe in getting our education funded, making sure that every student that walks through that door based on where they live or where they choose to go to school, they're given a quality education. I just, I just feel like from the private side, bro, it's just so saturated. I don't know, man. What are your thoughts about that, dude? Like, where, where's your head at? This is where I'm at. So, education as it stands, there is a private and a public aspect to it. But as far as education, from my from my experience, or what I think about it, as far as in the public sector, is right. it, it's kind of a it's about equity and um, equality. So everybody's given the same books. We're in the same room. We do the same thing. But everybody doesn't need. You don't know what people's needs are, though. And so I feel like we should reshape it. If we make it private, it could be like the student applies to this school because this school specializes in this. This school focuses on that. We take the same bullshit English, the same bullshit math, the same bullshit social studies, and then we have to decide. Okay, we all took the same classes. Now it's like, but I want to be a doctor, but you want to be a lawyer. But you want to be an accountant, but we're all taking the same shit, though. And we haven't specialized on any of that. All right. So I, I guess kind of kind of chat me up, man. Like where, where we're talking about private versus public, like when does this change happen? So should we focus having public schools that are very traditional, your English, your maths, your history, your sciences, and then when a person gets to a certain grade level, we transition into these specialty schools? Like, where's, where's your head at? What are we thinking about that? My head is, I think this should start in the um, primary school. So as soon as you enter school, I think it should be a focus on, okay, what does the student wants to do? What is the student's abilities? Um, where can the students see themselves going? I think it starts in the primary grades, your elementary schools, your middle schools, because by the time you get to high school, you pretty much have an idea what you want to do um, versus it's the same stuff from K through 12. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, so, I guess, like, I would want – my big thing when I think of public schools and when I think of the elementary school years of education is – I believe that developing those critical thinking skills, developing the basic learning skills, how to study, um, how to have this foundational math, foundational sciences and social studies to then go into a specific field. I feel mm. like that's very important. So where do you where do you make up 
mm. that difference? How do you still develop these critical thinking skills while also having a certain field catered to where that particular student wants to go? How, mm. how do we do that? That's what I'm thinking. That's a good point. I, and I, I do think there is a need for a foundation. Um, I, I do think we need to be writing, be, be able to, you know, artic- you know, do certain math skills at a certain level. Um, but I think the actual like creativity in school, the like need for entrepreneurship, how to balance a checkbook, you know, um, finances and stuff. Like, my question is, when is that discovered? Instead of like, okay, you're in college and now here's a bank account, here's uh-huh. student loan debt, here's you know, all right, if that all makes right. sense. Man, so all right, let me talk to you about real quick what I went through, man. So like when I was in school, our military or not military, excuse me, our middle school years. It was like military. No, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, our middle school years were very big on teen living, very big on developing adult skills. I know we learned how to sew, which I thought was very interesting for me as a guy. Not trying to <laughs> specify, but just I, I don't know many people that sew anymore, and I respect those that do. It's a cool trade to have, but I don't personally do mm. it. Um, but why was I learning about that then, these very adult-esque skills and they weren't harped on in high school. That's what really where I where I was wondering. So like, when you're in high school, should the focus then turn to this is how you not necessarily like to put it juvenile. This is how we adult. Do you mm. think that would be a more proactive time period? Like maybe we're learning these skills too early, in my opinion, and they're mm. not focused on enough when we're in our our later teen years. Mm. I feel like that would be more beneficial to our students rather than. Where I came in, where I learned how to cook, when I learned how to balance a checkbook in middle school and a little bit in high school, I feel like if we offered more of those classes on the public side in our later high school years, that way students could have that foundational knowledge of, okay, I need to take care of myself, I need to be an adult. If, if college isn't my path, mm. then I still can take care of myself. That's my opinion where that happens. And then you can focus on, do I want to be a lawyer? Do I want to be a criminal justice professional? And I can go to that specific that specific uh, public school that has the academy. I think if, if we're applying to be in academies, I think that's a great approach. I, I think academies is a good approach. I think we can have a balance in the public and private. And so the public, to a certain extent, teaches you those foundational skills, um, the mathematics, the reading, the literature, and then your academies is where you learn the specifics. You, you, you start getting the foundations and the fundamentals for those types of skills. I think we are learning the academies, the, the trades, the businesses. I think we're learning those too late, and I think college is too late. So my experience with college was I wanted to be an architect. Um, the school that I went to didn't have an architecture program. Where was that at? Where's that at? North Carolina A and T. Okay. And so, Aggie Pride. And so, what happened was, I went to. I was in college with folks who parents had architecture firms. They did architecture projects. And so, I'm from a rural community, which I, and, I, and I didn't have those experiences. And so, when I got to college, it was trying to play catch up. And so, those those students were already ahead of me. And so, had, if I had an academy. They could say, okay, I want to focus on architecture. I would already have those skill sets going forth. And that's why I think the balance is the, pro- the public sector, as far as education, should be getting you the fundamentals. But once you get to a certain age level, age level or educational level, it should be the academies 
or this sector where it's like we funnel these students in and we focus on these skills. But there's certain skills where you say, I think sewing teaches you certain um, certain kind of coordinations and stuff, but are you going to use that going forward? Okay. Um, same thing, I took a, um, a home economics class and I already knew how to cook before and I was like, well, what is this class going to teach me about cooking that I don't already know or that, you know, I can survive on my own cooking. So this was a waste of time for as far as a class. All right. And so, like, I, I guess what I'm getting at, you know, when I hear you talk about education, I like the intentional path. I think that's very important, having that intentional path to the goal that you have in your career. I think that's very good. And I think that that is something that, Education, specifically public education, doesn't do enough of. It's right. basically you're given a bunch of skills that you can either elect to go into or not. Right. You know, you can take elective courses in high school. However, I don't know if they're necessarily steered to the specific career that you want to go into. So I guess what I would want next from that is something that's similar to the one in Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach public schools, they do academies based on high schools. However, what my issue with that is the geographical location. Mm. So, for example, if you live in Durham and Jordan High School, which is on the um, eastern Durham, has a criminal justice program. And they're, wow. they're, they're a public school academy. Wow. And let's say they do, hypothetically speaking. Um, and then you have east or western Durham, which is Hillside High School, that has a – and please, viewers, if you know differently directional in Durham, I'm from Chesapeake. I don't know. I don't know 100%. <laughs> I was going to correct you, but du- no, du- Dwayne's the, the Durham native. I don't, <laughs> right, I don't know. I I'm still you. learning. Please, but, please. But we get what you're saying. There's different please, directions yeah, yeah. as far so as the schools. Right. I, I guess the issue I would have is, like, what if you have someone who's passionate about this specific field but lives in a certain area geographically, they don't have the means to go to that other location. That's a problem I see for sure in the public school academy example that I'm throwing out. However, I think it would be great if we had something that was publicly funded. Mm. But that that, that, that that unravels a completely different can of worms that we're not going to go down um, within recruiting for public schools for sports and whatnot. But just to stick to the public versus private argument for education, I still think it is – I think it's very beneficial – like you said, to have a good career path, a good path for those students that don't want to go to college, that don't need that major, to teaching those vocational skills that are in that's everyday true. life, I think that's very important. Rather than, what if we take the focus off of these uber professional careers that require a college education in general, and we just put that down to a more direct focus, which is these degrees that are just... I'm going into the workforce with my high school education, preparing every student from that point of view, and allowing those students that want to go to college to get that snippet of, you know, I want to be a criminal justice major, so I want to go to the criminal justice academy. They can transfer to these schools location-wise if they want that focus, but our predominant focus of public education should be living your best, and this is going to sound very stereotypical, living your best life with with the high school diploma. And then going to college if you want to go, but you're prepared for life after. I think that's where we fall short. Right. Because I feel like the traditional public school education is you go to college, and if you don't go to college, I hope you picked enough electives to graduate that would help you succeed. If not, you're learning on the fly. Right. And I feel like that's where we underserve our youth is that we don't teach enough. This is how you survive as the individual. Mm. We're more driven to this is how you pass a standardized test. Oh, yeah. And this is how you get to college. 
I feel like those are our main focuses in the public right. education. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts? Like, so in Virginia, we had SOLs. SOLs were our end-of-the-year courses. Yeah. We took them. If we passed them, we moved on to the next grade. If we didn't pass them, we still moved on to the next grade, but we had to repeat them until we passed them. So it's kind exactly. of counterintuitive. Right. So we had something when I was in school. There was EOGs, integrades, okay. integrade tests, and then we had EOGs. EOCs. What does that stand for? Integrade. Oh, man. And then we had uh. EOCs in a course, and it was the same same concept. If you did not pass this test, then you you will be held back. Or I think they took the test, um, and they, they factored into your grade, your final grades. Really? So, it was like you had to do like you had to already be failing the class and then fail the test in order to fail completely. So like if you, so, you, so you're right. telling me that you could have had an A in the course, but you fail this EOG and you get a C in the EOG. You haven't seen the class. I believe that's I how it went. Would have went to right. that school, right. living, <laughs> living, right, bro. right, right. And so that's the whole system now. We're in these standardized tests and. Um, teachers and I feel like students are studying tests and exams versus um, learning skill sets and different things as far as like networking and how to develop businesses and entrepreneurship and um, you know how to handle how to be how to be able to apply for a loan and home ownership and stuff so these these skills aren't taught in school and you kind of learn them Man. as you go you learn them as you go yeah yeah I know you do you and, you, and sometimes you end up being like you do end up taking getting in these situations where the gap is so wide yep you're so far down the hole of debt of lack of knowledge that you're making poor decisions financially or you're making poor lending decisions where you're taking a loan that could potentially set you up for financial hardship. Mm. I agree with what you're saying. I think that that is an underlooked avenue of of the public education system is teaching us how to be financially responsible adults. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Instead, they should teach us how to make apps, how to make a TikTok, how to make a, a, a Facebook page, how to make a website. Like, yeah. where are these where are these skill sets to show you how to be uh, millionaires um, if you want to be a millionaire? In, in, in the digital class. Field. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Visual, like, there's an advanced class and you can be a, uh, a social media mogul if you wanted to we teach you these skills we have people coming to talk yeah, to you i think that that is definitely something that could be in this digital age where we're currently at i think that could be very beneficial hmm. where we teach where an elective in course in school would be how do we market in the social media age how do we develop a business from scratch in the future i mean a lot of colleges will teach that or they won't. They, they won't, won't tap into that. True. But I think it would be very cool to at least present how technology has developed and how you as an individual can develop your – how to be an entrepreneur, to be frank. I think that's something that could start in the public high school sector. Not necessarily saying everyone's got to learn how to TikTok because, by God, I would fail every project <laughs> if they had to teach right, me how to TikTok. Right, right. I can't do it. I'm not, right. I'm not that creative. But I could learn eventually, hopefully. But not right off the bat. I get a couple of Ds before I got A's. But right. – I think I agree with you, man. I think technology is so focused on how an individual could be an entrepreneur that public schools could make some type of elective course that could benefit you. Exactly. Exactly. I, if, if I were a teacher right now in a public sector or a private sector, I know there would be limitations, but I would literally have a blank classroom and I would just say, okay, screw this book. 
we are going to start a business right now, or you all are going to all start a business. The person that makes the most money, your the your your grade will reflect how much money you make. Wow. So man, that's pressure. a senior, that's a senior year class, right? <laughs> right, right. That's it's not a freshman year class. class, right? All right but all right, it pushes right. you to say, okay, we're all going to have to learn yeah. how to manage money. Okay. Whether you are making the money, or yeah. you're taking the money, okay. or you know, if you're a, a boss, a CEO, if you're working under, under someone, you're gonna have to learn how to manage money. You have to learn how to make money. So that's how I would spend education. Um, I'm just kind of on that futurist level or that futurist thinking, and so I think we don't teach futurism in I mean, schools. And stuff. I, th- I think it's a great. I think it's a great start. I mean, I definitely think. I mean, I would apply for you know Professor Atkins. Uh, entrepreneur Hell class yeah. the future exactly. i would dude i really would man exactly. i think that would have been cool but like i i do think that's something that we don't tap into enough is the individual creativity of a human being like mm. you know me as clay davis that's, like that's that's a good excuse point. me as an example you know me let's say my dream one day was to be uh let's say i wanted to start a business where i was knitting fur coats that was my dream you know, I feel like the public schools, like if I use my own experiences from what I learned, I learned accounting in high school, I learned, that's really it about the business side. Right. If that's my dream, we should be teaching these students, how can you, the accounting's cool, that's great, but let's look at how can I go out and start a business? What are, what, are, what are taxes? What are those? Right. As a high schooler, like, you're not thinking about them. Your not parents can file them until you're 26. But, like, <laughs> or maybe even earlier, maybe later than that. But at the end of the day, you're still not thinking about, you're still in the, I'm still a student, a young man. I don't have real responsibility until I graduate college or until I graduate high school and I'm lost, mm. in my opinion. That's where it, you have one of two roads. I'm lost, so I go to college, or I'm lost, mm. and I go to high school. All right, I'm lost. In, <laughs> I I'm, all, lo- I'm lost in the open. I think it is. We all lost. Or you know, no. or, or there is, or there is, you know, there is that that other group that you know makes the decision, um, and this is just my opinion on the matter that decides to serve our country and join the military, um, and they, they might not know where they're going, but they may have, or they may know where they're going, and they may know they want to be in the military, or they may. Someone may not be necessarily lost and want to go to college. That, I'm not saying lost. I mean, lost is in like we're still wondering where we're going to be in life. In the, I think one in this big good. thing of, of life, what we're going to do. Right. I think it's one of those three, in my opinion. Right. Whereas if we're in there knowing that, okay, I need to balance a checkbook. Oh, I should consider investing. I should consider that if I want to start a business, I could do it. I'm in law school. I'm going to grad school. I'm doing a lot of schooling, right? So I'm not really one to talk about the person that doesn't go to college. I don't have a good viewpoint of that. Right, right. However, if someone wants to do that and just start their own business right out of high school, they could, why not? Right. I mean, I believe in more education, but I'm not going to stop the young entrepreneur that says maybe college isn't for me. I'm not going to stop him. I think that's a good point, and I think... I think we have a lot of students who are funneled into these education systems and these opportunities for debt, and it's not necessary debt. But I think we agree on there should. I think we can agree that there could at least the, an attempt could be in a, a hybrid system with the basics, and then you go to the academies, and it's, it's figured out from there. But I think with with the debate or conversation with education, I mean it's definitely needed. But how do we shape it and form it? I think is 
uh, ongoing uh, issue, I believe, a public issue. All right, so so let's talk about it. So we got we want academies. We want. Yeah, yeah, so let's expound on that academy. So if I'm in front of you and I'm at City Hall and I'm saying, Dwayne, I'm looking at privatizing all schools, I'm looking to fund our public schools fully, and you're talking about this word academy, tell me, what does that look like in a public or private sense? Is that we have public schools and there's an academy that's just in the public school that's publicly funded, or are we saying that we're sending everyone to private school where they choose to go and there's an academy there that caters directly to their needs? What are we thinking? Like so just, I, just to wrap up, I, I think when you I think when you do that, you kind of you get you get into this sense of like who has the money to afford these academies and stuff. So I think how I would spin it is um, just what the academies offer. Um, I think we just will have to make it as, as broad and so you know you can do the business avenue you could do the entertainment avenue you can do the uh, liberal arts you can do the um, visual arts and just kind of spin the academies off of that and it would still be through like a public school or would it be through a private school I think it, I would say it would be through a private school so that, so that means people everyone attending would have to pay to go everyone would have to pay to go I think there would be a cut in taxes to help with people um but then that goes into probably our next conversation which is probably another public issue as far as taxing or or that different thing or Socio- different socioeconomic things. status pretty much socioeconomic yeah, okay. status. so that would be another that's another topic right there yeah, so just wow. how do we how do we funnel people into these academies and make it affordable so so okay all right sounds like man we got another uh we got some more stuff to talk about man exactly. i appreciate you having me on bro thank yeah you, absolutely man thank you for your time and we'll check in with y'all later